I want you to succeed. The things that you never thought were possible. And I want you to fail. The things that you never thought were possible. But I just want you to take that failure and move forward. Surprise, surprise, motherfucker. We're here. I had to come with a special edition Saturday and Perfect Podcast because I had to catch my man on the beach because Thursday was a very, very crazy fucking day for me. <laughs> so, I mean, we're going to get started right away and, you know, see what we can get done, talk some shit like we usually do. Um, kind of stay on the parenting tip, but kind of go anywhere from there. I mean, me and my guest today, we go back to a point where we were selling fucking DVDs to get gas money to play 2K on the Dreamcast. Yes, 2K on the Dreamcast for all you young bucks. So I'm going to bring in my main man, Anthony Harris. He's my guest for today. He's out on the beach, so up, he buddy? might have Costa Rican Wi-Fi too. After all that shit, he talked for the last five weeks. <laughs> um, I'm on the Cape. I'm still on the continent, so it should be fine. <laughs> But um, what's the deal, man? What's up today? What's going on? What what you what you up to these days? Uh, these days, you know, I'm just uh relaxing with the family, being a stay at home dad right now because you know, COVID came and kicked your boy out of work. But it is what it is. Um, but I kind of like being home for the summer. I don't know what these teachers get all mad about i mean other than forty thousand a year but you know <laughs> it's fine being a teacher what um but you know the summer's off it's a beautiful day i'm down on cape cod i can't complain how you been I'm good man other than the opposite of that and people on unemployment making more goddamn money than i make working full-time which is not a joke <laughs> you out there, you out there, you out there living, kid, living lavishly on the Cape, and I'm out here dying. <laughs> <laughs> how, how how many kids you got now, man? Thirty you two. Know? Uh nah, man, I'm at two, two, two and a pop, two biracial <laughs> angels, two and a possible. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you know, you know. I got a boy and a girl, Aiden. Everybody knows Moosh and uh, Aubrey. Everybody will know her because she don't stop talking. <laughs> what? So, as far as like what's going on now, as being a parent, because mm-hmm. I want to pull more parents than than anything. Because everybody, it, this is the most fifty fifty thing I've ever seen in my life. As far as like what you see with with a uh, corona, when do you think, mm-hmm. in your opinion, it's safe for you to send your kids back to school? Um, I. It needs to be, I think, the town or city, wherever you live, they, them and the teachers union, wherever they may be, need to be on board. So um, I've heard a couple plans for Wilmington and I've heard a couple of plans for Lexington and it's like one week on, one week off. So if there's 30 kids in the classroom, I go. 
me and my 15 go Monday through Thursday, Friday we mm-hmm. clean. Next Monday, I'm doing a bunch of homework from packets that I got that previous week. But the next Monday, Raymond Darden and his 15 are in the classroom Monday through Thursday. But some of the teachers don't really like that. They don't want they don't want to clean, yet they don't want other companies to come in and clean. So it's it's a 50-50 thing where, you know, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And I think rather safe than sorry, not everybody has home care. Not everybody can afford child care because, you know, if you're a two-parent, two-income household, who's going to be able to stay home? Yeah, question. So basically what I'm what I'm saying is like in your opinion, like if they said school's open tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You sending your kids tomorrow? Uh, I'd have to talk to my wife. She ain't coming down. You looked around like she was right there. (laughs) (laughs) Honey. (laughs) No, um, it'll be tough. I need to know what we're doing. I need to know. I need to know a lesson plan. I need to know the seating plan. I need to know what the capacity of the classroom is. I need to know how many kids are going to be in that classroom, if there's going to be masks allowed or enforced. Like, there's just so much that, you know, I can't, it's just tough, man. It's tough. It's one of the craziest things. Ever. And we lived through 9-11, right? I mean, apparently, with 9-11, I was in D.C., so that's a, I was in D.C. during the 9-11. That's a, that's I, was in, crazy I was in Boston during the marathon bombing. So I've seen all, all the craziness of, of, of all sides of it. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know. But at least everybody could go to school. Everybody could go to work. But, I, but at this point, I, don't I think know. it's more I don't more think I'm sending my kids tomorrow. Yeah. To, so. Yeah, true. I mean, I got to pull up. So. What about you? Yeah, tomorrow. You sending so, them back tomorrow? today. <laughs> He's like, no, it, it has nothing long. to do. It, like, it really, it's not even the that aspect of it. It's just that once I crunch the numbers the right way, I don't. It's no, no, I don't think a kid. Nothing's gonna happen. I just don't think anything's gonna happen. I think from the beginning, mm. the understanding that we kind of didn't have from the beginning is what uh, where people kind of freaked out, and I think that level of death and that pace of death is completely gone. So I think once mm-hmm. they got more of an understanding that I was more at risk, more elderly, then it gave people a chance to protect other people. And when they put the kind of policies in place, it changed a lot to where you see. The problem now, though, is that people think when they hear coronavirus that it's still that beginning craze. So like, motherfucker, you're mm-hmm. dead. And then mm-hmm. when it's like so-and-so recovered, yeah. it's like, oh, okay. So like, for instance, I saw Rand Paul give a speech and people were like, he's fucking crazy. He's not going to touch our kids. I'm like, Rand Paul had coronavirus. So, like, he's the only yeah. person in the Senate that had it. So, I think he has yeah. a pretty good well, perspective on it. on it. Yeah. But at the same time, I feel like, and you know, you got the lefties and you got the righties and you got the Trump supporters and all this. But I think if we wear masks when we should and we wash our hands and we sanitize, we should be fine. So, ideally... Would I be tentative to send my kids back to school because one's going into first grade or kindergarten and the other one's going into sixth grade? If if there's someone there enforcing the rules, hey, you go into the bathroom, wash your hands. 
Don't touch his pencil. Don't touch her book. Wash your hands, sanitize, wear a mask. Okay, we're six feet apart, so we could take them off. Fine. But if it's just like you know how kids are. Like I I I, I coach a baseball team in town and it's like it's and they're you know, 10, 11, 12 years old, and it's constant. Hey, you're not on the field. Put a mask on. Put a mask on. Put a mask on. Put a mask on. Don't touch his bat. Put a mask on. It's just, it's going to be hard for a room, a, a, a teacher, male or female, with 14 kids trying to get them to do that and and focus on work and learning and all that. So I'm, I'm definitely 50-50. Uh, but, mm, yeah, I'm 50-50. So... If they could ensure that, I would do it. I mean, they're going to have to get somewhere close to kind of what they want to do when it comes to that. Um, as far as while it's going on, starting from, you know, toilet paper to, hey, now you can walk into a restaurant with a mask until you sit down and you can take it off to eat. As far as Florida, what's the craziest thing mm-hmm. you've seen personally with your own eyes? So we, I can compare it to my Florida shit. <laughs> like the craziest okay. Corona right. well, shit that you've seen. Well, I'm going to call Florida New Hampshire South because yeah. uh, <laughs> I went to Salem, New Hampshire to go to Christmas tree shop. Let's say let's call it tax day. Let's call it April 15th. I walk in. I got a mask on. I get my sanitizer from my car. I wipe my cart down. About a family of six just walked by me with their camo shirts and hats and no mask. And I was like, <laughs> you know what? I don't even know if I need these, these placemats <laughs> right now. I'm like, I'm like just because they were just like, they were just like, it's live free or die. You know, then I went to Hampton Beach for my birthday, walked into a restaurant and we had masks on. And the first thing the person said was, you guys must be from Massachusetts. I was like, well, apparently it's Massachusetts. So, uh, yeah, put me on the balcony away from everybody else. It was insane, bro. Like. That's the craziest thing I've seen. Just, and this was when it was still, quote unquote, yeah. dangerous. Like they were just like, we're not wearing masks. So if there was a hundred people in the store, it was probably thirty-five of them didn't have masks yeah. on. It was crazy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, down here in the beginning, it was it, like people were just like, "Yo, fuck, fuck masks." I mean, the contrary to what people believe now, you can't go into a place now without without a mask on. Um, yeah. And, as far as the, the story that I saw, this was like fairly recently to where I say it's a little bit more dangerous for at risk people. This 80 year old woman walked into Walgreens oh, God. without a fucking mask with a goddamn uh, <laughs> oxygen thing. She was dragging in there to oh. buy some motherfucking three Oh five, which is the cheapest cigarette in goddamn this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> and we walked out and I was like, First of what all. the fuck? Like, I can understand me not wearing a mask, but you might just die walking to Walgreens, let alone with coronavirus. First of all, the fact that she is willing to light a flame next to an oxygen tank. Oh, yeah. You already know those. That's Florida all day. She has no regard for her life. So she's just like, hey, I'm going to need that cancer on the double. Um, It's crazy. (laughs) It's crazy. It's crazy. Like, people just don't care. Well, what's with this look, though? What is this doing? Oh, yeah. Or what's this doing? It's like, oh, I can't breathe. So it's- when, you go, when you go and you look at it, basically from the beginning, 
they were saying stuff like, oh, it lasts on service for 14 days. And now it's like, oh, it's near impossible to catch it from service. So what the, mm-hmm. the point of you having the mask over your mouth only is really for you to protect your spit from traveling. So the nose shit the is really people. like, okay, it doesn't matter because unless you have a, you know, N95 hospital grade mask, you can't prevent yourself from catching it like that anyway. So as mm-hmm. long as you're not coughing on shit or coughing in people's faces, I guess that is what the, the spread is, the fear of like spreading it to that, that at-risk youth. But once again, there's been so much information that if you're not watching, you know, I don't even want to say the fucking news because that's even crazier. It's just like you have to go yeah, and, that's, that's and do your own research on it and how it's working, how people think it's supposed to work from that point. But um, I guess moving forward, from from away from coronavirus completely, what is your goal? Because obviously we know how we were both kind of single parent raised, and I didn't even bring that up. But like a fucking single parent right now, how are you accomplishing? Oh, it's how, it's impossible. Hectic. You can't go to work. You can't do anything. It's super hectic. Super but, hectic. But yeah, um, yeah. what is your goal as a parent? Uh, as far as Corona or just nah, Corona like being a yeah, parent? As far as just being a parent, because uh, like from where we came from and what you know, what you felt that you needed to do, and, and I feel like going forward, it's a learning process of what we're supposed to kind of pass on to our kids, because there's some shit that we just didn't know that mm-hmm. we learn as we go along the way. True. Um. I just want my kids to know that, you know, if I could have my kids learn anything, um, I would want them to be, to be kind, uh, to be selfless, um, to look out for their friends who may not have as much as them. Not that we have the most, but you know what I mean? It's like, you know, and just be kind to people. I told my son this when he started fifth grade last year, it's like, I know you got friends from the baseball team and the soccer team and the basketball team, but if you're kind of cool with the kid and he's sitting by himself at the lunch table, kick it with him for a day. You know what I mean? It may, it may make their day. Like I told my kids, I want, I want you guys to be the kids that parents say, why can't you be more like Aiden? Why can't you be more like Jazzy? You know what I mean? It's like, Always respectful, always on time. Not necessarily yes, sir, no, sir, but please and thank you. And and just realize that me and their mom did everything we possibly could to get them everything they needed and at times stuff they wanted and stuff they didn't need. It's like it's not easy because shit's expensive, bro. <laughs> it's yeah, expensive. tell me. You know, I called you a couple weeks ago. I was driving all over the Northeast looking for an Xbox because Xbox has been sold out because it's made in China. And I found one. I found one two and a half hours away from where I live. But that's because it's something that I wanted my son to have because he deserved it. And, you know, it would make my life a little bit easier. But that's it. I just want respectful, loving kids. Like, love people the way we loved you guys. No, you say you said that's it. Like it wasn't a perfect fucking explanation. It's it's crazy because I remember when we first moved here. Like my my daughter was eighteen, and somebody was talking to her about church and sinning, and she was like, "I don't think I've sinned." And I was like, "Well, I must have done a great job as a parent for you to be that fucking yeah. ignorant." <laughs> <laughs> or confident. Or confident. I was like, like "You just sin by saying that dumb shit." <laughs> Yeah, you 
got me in hot water. What the hell are you doing? But um, I guess the next question I would ask is what do you feel that you were lacking as a kid and um, that you try to say, you know what, I didn't have this, so I'm going to put it on. And, and from my experience, what I've seen for the most part is, is kids that grew up level-headed from a two-parent household always have fucking better credit and always have better mm-hmm. idea of money management. Well, I tell you what, I wish they taught me that shit. I wish in high they taught school. me that shit now. Like, like I, uh, I mean, for lack of you know being ignorant, I have yet to use the Pythagorean theorem outside <laughs> of fucking nineteen ninety seven. Like, this shit does not come in handy. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like a squared plus b squared equals I still owe Visa a thousand dollars. But it's like, you know what I mean? It's like it didn't make any sense. I don't need ratios or anything like that. But um, I would say what I was lacking, I don't want to say, la- I hate to sound like a dick. Like, I, like, my mom busted her ass and my grandmother busted their ass. And the one thing I thought I was lacking was a strong paternal member of the family, like a father mm-hmm. figure. But I had that in my grandfather. I had that in my uncle. But it was like I was more of along the lines of I'll try to be the best father I can be because I didn't see it. And just because I didn't see it, I'm not going to use it as an excuse, you know, to sleep with a bunch of women and have 17 kids from three different chicks and all that. It's like I told my mom, I was like, if I ever get a girl pregnant, I'm going to marry her. And yeah. So luckily, the one I got pregnant, I married. But it was because I I didn't have that steady father figure, and that's what I wanted my son to have or daughter. And when I found that I had, I was having a son first. It was even crazier. I was like, all right, yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no man. I'm gonna res- raise a respectable mm-hmm. young man. And now I got a young girl, and I'm scared she might be a thought race. I got a. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get Welcome to the club. <laughs> it's like, she's like, I want to go to dance class. I'm like, uh, no, here's a hug. <laughs> yeah, that's the don't touch that. That's ballet. You can do the ballet. You can do the ballet bar. Why are the poles in here? It's ca- yo, it's crazy that you say that because like that is a big part of the way that you know I think about raising not not only raising my kids but like when I talk to other people that are younger men or, and, and I explain those type of things to them. Um, which is, it, it leads me to a point where like with the way that the president is now, I constantly wonder how people are explaining the shit that comes out of his mouth to their kids. Am I frozen? Yeah, you're frozen. Oh, there we go. There we go. There we go. There we go. Am I back now? A little bit. A little bit. Am I back now? You just got some, some grainy shit okay. going on. Yeah, yeah but um, like I so I guess the question kind of boils down to, how do do you think these people explain this shit to their kids? Because they defend you know the the stuff that comes out of Trump's mouth so much, but I'm like, it's only so much you could defend. Like I've seen people that actually have like Mexican kids, so if he's just like, yeah, they're all rapists and murderers, like mm-hmm. what are you supposed to say to your kids? Like, nah, don't worry, he's making everything great. It's like, but he just called me a rapist and murderer. Yeah, exactly. So what you say is, uh, don't listen to him. 
Uh, he doesn't have your best interest at heart. So he's going to say whatever it, whatever he thinks he is going to take to get him a vote. We already know what his populace is. We all know what his fan base is. And, you know, that's who he's pandering to. Um, as far as what goes on in your house, you control that. It's like, this is what the president said. Okay, fine. Well, here's what I, we, as in my wife and I, try to teach. This is what we have to teach. This is what you learn. This is the way we do things. Does dad look like a rapist and a murderer? Does your uncle? Does your cousin? No. So obviously he doesn't know you per se. He's generalizing. And we don't do that. It's 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 never all. It's always one. It's a select few. But you can't be absolute in saying all white people are racist. All Jewish people have all the money. All black people are criminals. All black women are whores. Like, you can't say stuff like that. Like, you can't generalize and be absolute not in 2020. It can't happen. So that's how I would go about it. What do you, um, since obviously they're both biracial and, and I grew up in that same atmosphere, what do you tell, well, at least Aiden at this point, because obviously Aubrey's a little bit too young for it, um, about race, about his race, for instance, like you see this movement where it looks like, you know, essentially the biggest civil rights movement in the history of the world. What do you tell mm-hmm. them as far as that, what's going on and, and, and responding to it? And what do they, do they ask questions about it? about it, especially the whole George Lloyd thing, I was like, I know daddy's dark-skinned and mom's light-skinned or white-skinned and you're a mixture of both, but you could be, you could have 25 friends, right? And, you know, it's the we don't see color, but let something go missing. And Aiden was over mm-hmm. here, right? Well, well, yeah, but Aiden's my friend. He wouldn't do that. Yeah, but Aiden was over here. He's got a black dad. He's black. I was like, so Aiden, first and foremost, I know you're mixed. I know you're biracial, whatever you want to call it. You're black. Okay? Number one. Uh, Number two, dad and his friends have been pulled over by cops for, you know, having a third brake light out that you can't see while you're driving. Or, you know, for having a Lincoln Continental that's slammed in the ground that was owned by a cop. But it sucks that I have to tell you this and you're 10. But if you ever get into it with the police, I want you to put your hands up. And I don't care if God himself is calling you you on your cell phone. You, you don't reach for it. Put it up and you say, my name's Aiden Harris. I mean you no harm. I have no intent to harm you. And whatever you tell me to do, I will do. I just want to call my parents, call my lawyer, whoever. But you keep your hands up where they're visible and you say that. And whatever they ask you, you answer. Because if you reach for the wrong thing, you could get shot. That man, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like I'm like, it's to the point where we're it's almost that's like we're not allowed to breathe. Yeah. Because he got killed for saying, I can't breathe. Eric Garner couldn't breathe. Like, there's certain things that, there's a certain way you have to move. That's why I stress being kind to everyone. So, 
sometimes some of your white friends may have to vouch for you. Oh, Aiden would never do that. Raven would never do that. Oh, I know Ray. I've known Ray for 25 years. He would never do that. Okay, fine. That's what you need because, unfortunately, you're at a disadvantage mm -hmm. due to the color of your skin. So, I mean, go moving moving forward from that, it's it's, it's crazy because I have a, a funny story where one time my daughter came home and she was like, um, I have to write a report on Christopher Columbus. And I was like, what's the report about? How he just killed a bunch of black people for no reason? And she thought I was joking. So then she turned <laughs> to my wife and my wife's like, yeah, that's it. So I guess with, with that being said. Oh, what is this? What? Did you get it? Go ahead. Having oh, some banana bread. Fucking banana bread. Okay. Got that. Listen, your <laughs> iPhone resolution. You ain't got no Wi-Fi in your beach house. Oh, shit. There we go. There we go. Oh, let me hit the Wi-Fi button. There we go. The um, what do you tell your kids as far as that? Like George Washington, Christopher Columbus, um, Jesus. Because I, I worked at a Catholic school, and people will always say, well, everybody knows Jesus is black or Jesus is dark skin. And I'm like, well, I literally saw three consecutive Catholic school classes draw a picture of, of Jesus, and they were all different races, and he was all white, every picture. So I'm like, whatever you think, you ain't saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to that, uh, they're not mm -hmm. there yet, thank God. But um, I always tell Aiden, I was like, you know, uh, don't let people fool you. George Washington didn't have wooden teeth. Uh, he was taking them from uh, from slaves. slaves. Uh, um, don't let pe people fool you. Uh, slavery was, you know, abolished at a certain point in time, but it didn't get to Texas until like two years later. Oh, by the way, the guy that's credited with abolishing slavery <laughs> still had some. So, you know, you're never, you know, hey, you know what, guys, guys, get rid of your slaves. Don't don't look over here. Don't worry about me. It's fine. They're in the house. It's okay. I'm not being yeah, off for sure. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. So it's like I'm like, dude, when he gets there, we'll have that conversation. He's not there yet. The, the, the problem with me is that I still try to keep my kids innocent. Unfortunately, with the rampant way they're killing people that look like Dad and uh, Uncle Ray, uh, it's kind of tough because he was just in his room playing PlayStation and it came across his phone and he was like, why they why they killed Mr. Lloyd? Why is mm -hmm. this, this Mr. Mr. Lloyd guy? And I let, let him watch a, a portion of the video, but, but you know, it's like like that's, that's the way it is. What? Well, Sometimes people don't like the way that we the way say that. Know. And he's like, "That's not nice." And I was like, "Well, that's because you're tending. You might have been desensitized to this." We're. I mean, we're all going to be that at, at some point. It's it's it's. It, we're all going to be desensitized yeah. to it at some point, and people kind of don't realize that. It's like the way that um. We, we take that, that perspective, like what you're saying, and say, you know what, I, I think they have to be at a certain age because you think it as discussing it from such a serious point of view, but like on the school aspect of it, they're pack packaging information down to a level where it's like, you know, Christopher Columbus came and he learned how to make corn. 
So now you, if if if, if you if you don't yeah. have a you know, kid version to counter, uh, hey, smallpox blankets and killing people and Christopher Columbus actually never landed in America ever. Yeah. Um, then that information's already subconsciously in their head. It's just like walking by magazines and seeing information and not realizing kind of what you see. Or when people see all these headlines go down their Facebook timeline and they process them without reading the articles. You're b- still bouncing all over the place. I don't know how you went from this this beautiful quality at the beginning on the fucking beach to eating banana bread in, in fucking standard definition. Hey. <laughs> you just got better with that. <laughs> hey, listen, 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 all right? <laughs> you gotta understand. You know... We don't want to talk about it, but right, let's call it what it is. This thing's called white slaves, and uh, you know when the nigga needs banana bread, bread, bring the banana bread. It's that simple. But I can hear you. Do you? Because yeah, it's breaking up a little bit. Do you hear me? Hmm. Now I now I hear you. I hear you perfectly. Um. No, no. I said I can hear you perfectly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? The um, I guess the next question I would ask okay. you, and we can. So let me ask you this: How's Florida? In terms How's of Florida, what do you mean? Like what? What about it? Oh, in terms of uh, like living, like you ever drive? Have you ever come home from work at eight o'clock in the morning and there's a fucking six foot nah, gator? In not your where I live at. There's not really a, a lot of gators over here, and the is there an eighty-two? Is there a ninety-seven-year-old man in a grand marquee? Fucking listen, there could be anything. <laughs> but the the biggest difference. I, I mean, I, I'll tell you in the county that I live in, in in, in Pinellas County is. A lot less racist in Boston. It's the one of the best interactions I've Holy ever shit. had with police, um, and I've had several of them. Um, I I haven't been they pulled over for you um, for some shit that I haven't done mm. once. I've been pulled over. I've been here for five years. I've been pulled over three mm. times. Every time it was something that I'd actually done. So that was the issue. And then there's a story that I had one time where I was sitting in front of Walgreens waiting to pick up a prescription. And I saw this white dude come out with a bike with a trailer on it. He just rode down the street. And then, like, all the employees ran out after him. Like, I was like, oh, this motherfucker must have stole some shit. So then I picked up my (laughs) prescription and left. And when I was driving home, this police officer had two white dudes with a bike. They both had bikes. And he was holding them up and questioning them. And I stopped behind him. And I was like, sir. And he was like, yep. And I was like, are you looking for the, the guy that left Walgreens? And he was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, it's not them. And he just turned around and let them go. And you know damn well that would never happen in Massachusetts. He'd be like, I don't give a fuck what you're saying. Get in the car. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> He'd have been like, as a matter of fact, it wasn't them. It was so you. if I let me package this 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 uh, next question in a way for us to go left a little bit. If 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 if, okay. if you're, oh, here we go. If you so my daughter. Here we go. No, yeah, oh, obviously my daughter's a little place. older than yours. So the question I would ask is like, say. hey. Aunt, you got to leave, uh, you need a babysitter for your daughter, and you have three choices. One is a guy who says crazy shit, you don't know what go- he's going to say yet. One, the other one's a rapist, and the other one's a pedophile. 
Who are you leaving her with? Uh, shit. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's a good one. I mean, typically I don't leave women with rapists, but hey, she's got to fend for herself. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'd probably lean towards the crazy guy who's just going to try to fill her head with nonsense, but, you know. I mean, how old is she? The ripe old Donald Trump age at 13? Is she? Oh, no. No, 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 no. I can't pick one, right? I can't. I can't pick one. Because the dude, like, is it crazy, like, you're not really black and you deserve to die? Or is it crazy, like, let me whore you out? And then there's a no, 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 no. Well, let, let me let me uh, narrow it down a little bit. To, it's crazy, like uh, Harriet Tubman didn't really free the slaves. Yeah, you getting it now? Oh, you want me to leave my? You want me to leave my daughter with Kimye? Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'd take Kimye in a heartbeat because my Correct. daughter knows better. So it's funny to me that we get. <laughs> On this thing where everybody just goes, that motherfucker's crazy. And I'm like, but uh, the other two motherfuckers? <laughs> we're we talking about the lesser two evil here? We're yeah. just going to, like, this is like, nah, you know what? I don't want this guy. I want Skeletor. Like, what the fuck? We're, we're literally choosing in between actual, That's, like, yeah. enemies of the world. <laughs> That's crazy. And and we're That's calling the, we're, we're calling him yeah, the craziest yeah, one when you got two day. motherfuckers that oh are they not crazy I mean what are we talking about here I mean but he is wilding though like he's like he's just like I think he's off his meds I think he's always been crazy I think him losing his mom at like close to the height of his prominence if not his peak was difficult. And that's the type of thing that'll throw anybody off. And if if Kanye isn't taking, you know, those two, three, four pills a day to make sure his levels are right, to make sure his serotonin is right, he's liable to just fly well, off the I handle. I mean, we're looking at that um, like it's fly off the handle. I hate to. S- I literally watched a press conference with Trump where he told his fans to punch this black dude in the face when he was leaving. How the fuck is that not crazy and off the handle? <laughs> well, well, that's because it's become second nature. It, it, it is what it is. Unfortunately, as crazy as he gets, people are desensitized to the stuff that he says. Like when he was trying to shut down that Asian reporter, he was just like, China. <laughs> China. It's like, whoa, buddy, I'm not Chinese. I'm from Vietnam. That's fine. You for your people eat bats. China. It's like he's just he's just the the worst of the worst, and there's not much you can do about it. Oh yeah, vote. but for who? Die or die. Voter That's die. my point. <laughs> exactly. The pedophile, the rapist, or the crazy guy. That's where we're at right now. Because I don't want motherfuckers smelling oh, my daughter's shit. hair either. <laughs> I just. I can't. I can't, man. I don't know. You know, so... Sometimes I think Costa Rica... Yeah, well, we ain't even allowed to go there right now. 
Yeah, and those bugs are just too big. You ain't even seen, man. You you see big butterflies too. It's not like it's Australia. If you're in the city, you don't see no damn bugs. It's the same thing as here. Yes, it's in the. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I don't want to see any men in moth costumes. (laughs) So I'm doing this new thing now where, (laughs) where when I watch movies, I like attach like adult themes to them. Like for instance, I was watching um, Mm -hmm. the Karate Kid one the other day. Not the the Jaden Smith mm-hmm. one, but like the original with what was his name, Ralph Macchio or whatever. And I was like, "Where the fuck yeah. does Mr. Miyagi work at?" <laughs> this motherfucker had seven classic cars in a fucking house. Like, where, uh, he had a house where the mailman walked up and was like, "Can I bring my wife here one day? It's amazing up here." Oh, how about he had a? <laughs> Speaking of rapists and pedophiles. How about he had a 14-year-old boy with his shirt off just whacking his car? <laughs> but I'm like, yo. So then like, we, I look at that from the outside perspective, and, like, there was times where, like, me and my wife was watching it. it I was watching, We watched all three of them. So in part two, he just walks up and fucks up this dude's whole vegetable business by, like, breaking some shit on purpose. And then he's like, oh, what's this? And holds it up for everybody to see. And I'm like, yo, if you were in the hood, you'd get fucking killed for that. But now we're supposed to take your side because you're the karate kid? For that. And yeah, then the whole the other perspective guy. is like you got the dude. And it's in part one because in part two they, they did some – part two and three they did some off-the-handle shit. But in part one, you look at the guy who runs the mm-hmm. Cobra Kai dojo and you're like, why is this motherfucker so mad like when you're a kid? But now when you're older, you're like, yo, he's, got a, he's making crazy money off these random white kids that are paying him money. And now he's going to have this random mm-hmm. dude that doesn't even work anywhere that's apparently an undercover millionaire. Exactly. Come fuck Fight up some one random kid, <laughs> and that kid's going to fuck up my whole dojo. Yeah. Which in turn fucks up his money because yeah, he ain't got exactly. Mr. Miyagi money. You don't got them, them veteran checks coming in from um, Happy yeah. Days. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Miyagi. Yo, I, now I'm going to have to watch that movie and be like, yo. This dude is low-key Bill Gates, like Asian Bill Gates. Just mad cars, big-ass crib, can walk anywhere, do anything. Yeah, that's a – wow. I never looked at a – Bro, I look I at – so at, now it's like I don't just look like at that. that. I look at cases of just over-the-top white privilege. I look at cases of, like, Me Too movement. Like – or, like, when back in the day they mm-hmm. could just say the most outrageous shit, and you look at it and you're like, yo, you can't do that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, wait a minute. You can't smoke oh cigarettes and put them out on people's faces. Okay. This is the 70s. Okay. All right. How about this? I was watching like an old episode of Entourage just last night. And uh, that agent, Ari Gold, told his Asian, um, his, his Asian assistant that he's giving him 24 hours to come back and be my slave because... If I was the type of guy that would like chubby little Asian men sucking on my dick, then I know you'd be back in a hurry. And it's like, this was like 2009 this episode came out. It's like, that's not coming Yo, so out now. That it's specifically not. Entourage, like, I had that conversation with somebody the other day. If that dude was black in real life, he'd be canceled. Oh yeah, he'd be because canceled. They, would, they would treat oh him yeah. like, oh, you're so arrogant, oh yeah. you're so this, you're that. But now when it's Ari Gold, it's, oh, mm-hmm. look at how business-oriented he is. And look at how he gets shit done. And the perspective of it is so much different than, like, you know, the way that they make T.O. look. Oh, shit. 
That's crazy. Yeah, T.O. was like that. No, sir. He was The other <laughs> movie that I saw that was like uh, was uh, Bloodsport, the original Bloodsport. So I'm looking at Bloodsport with Van Damme, and I'm looking at the dude that he's with. It's just mm-hmm. like Ray Jackson. He looks like a biker with fucking Jerry Curl and a bandana. And I'm like, where does this motherfucker work? This is not, it's not like you just got flew out, flown out to the Super Bowl. This event is in the fucking basement of some fucking, like, third-rate hotel. It's not like they're paying you with a stipend and fucking giving you meals. I'm like, why is this shit? Nope. I don't understand why. Where does he work? Was... Yo, you are the most <laughs> random dude yeah, ever. This is, this is the way I watch movies now. I, like, you see shit now from an adult perspective. So I have to go back and watch movies that I missed when I was a kid just to go... How the fuck can these dudes just hang out in the middle of China for two weeks? China's not cheap. China's pretty fucking expensive. So now you're just there. Who's paying for your fucking food? You got random military motherfuckers chasing you down. And you got enough money to just do random nip butt naked ass splits in your hotel room. Hey, I would never in my life wear black silk underwear. (laughs) Double impact, baby. He played a so, twin. The, I, don't know how I think that. so to even to get back to that to, to the to the to the point about like when it's early enough or when it's late enough to explain different aspects of stuff to your kids. One another thing that I've looked at when it comes to shows is that the symbolism of you seeing a person in a show doesn't go anything further from your mind meeting one person. And I was saying this to my wife the other day, like as much as we love the wire and the characters in the wire, we have to understand that that perspective of the wire is the creator, David Simon, thinking of somebody like Omar. Mm-hmm. He's you, you meet one person that's like that. And now you go, okay, well this person's like that. Mm-hmm. And you put them on TV. But now with the success of your show goes mm-hmm. now millions of people see what your one idea of one yep. person is and assume that there's way more mm-hmm. than one of those people. So where we say everybody's individual mm-hmm. in the way that they think about it, when you go and look at it like that, now you've painted an image of those people that's like, yo, this is what it is. And everybody sees it. So now your one idea of a person that you encountered one time becomes everybody's fucking idea of that one person. And that has been going on forever. So now when you look at every show and everybody's a criminal all the time when you encounter them in real life black or white you're lying to yourself if you say that, that doesn't have an impact on your mind mm-hmm. but how about the, the juxtaposition how many uh one of the greatest shows if not the greatest show on in television history i think in breaking bad how many chemistry teachers do you think get typecast like that like there's no way that other kids in the Northeast or the Midwest or the South are like, oh, my chemistry, my chemistry teacher is definitely selling meth on the side. You know what I mean? Like he's the one that can intellectually break down the property to have it 99.8% pure. But uh, Mr. Murphy isn't doing that. You know what I mean? Oh, hold on one second. Hold on. I got to switch AirPods. One's you. about to die. Hold on. Hey, hey, I, I got that two, type bro. Of money. I need that Mr. Miyagi money. Oh, you just go. Where the fuck you got him at? (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, you back? Hello? Welcome. Yeah, I'm back, bro. I just had to switch. Oh, and everybody, for, just for the record, for everybody that's watching, since I forgot it on the intro, I'm trying to get my uh, my YouTube subscribers up. So get on YouTube and Perfect Audio and get my subscribers up because I'm only at like 100 now. I need to get up to like 1,000 in like the next hour. <laughs> but um, also Spotify and Perfect Podcast. 1,000 in the next Apple hour. Apple Podcast, the Imperfect Podcast. Get on there, like the pages. Hey, I need you to. I need you to not judge me. Okay. What the fuck is that? The World Wildlife Fund mask. <laughs> you put on that mask and fucking froze your goddamn definition again. Let's go around here. Uh, I'm going outside. Give me two seconds. God hey. damn. You're lucky this is the imperfect oh, podcast. This geez. shit wouldn't work with like Jamel Hill. Yeah, fuck Jamel Hill. <laughs> oh, this is what it's come to. God damn. How's this? Am I frozen? Nah, still? moving. Was that a sunset sunset of retractable awning? Yeah. Stop moving before you fuck up. The, listen, man. Come on, hey, man. Hey. Since you, went, since you went and got in your mask, here's some, here's some crazy shit for you that I was talking about yesterday. Think about if you walked into okay, a bank I'm with listening. a mask fucking a year ago. <laughs> they wouldn't even let you walk into a bank with exactly. a belly on. Now they're like, what are you doing, sir? Put your glasses and mask on and rob us. <laughs> I'm surprised no one, no, no, no drug addict has thought of that yet. But then again, you're in Florida, so it's probably happened like three times this week. <laughs> Has it happened three I'm times so, this yo, week? I, I feel like people are so enamored with this shit that they forget to even rob you, which is crazy. I don't know how they haven't put two and two together yet, but it's like, I, I feel like at any time, the government's good at, uh, doing a good job of keeping everybody calm in the midst of, uh, I guess... Mayhem that could happen at any time. Oh yeah, that's true. So what 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 else you got for Florida questions? Uh, I don't know. How are you doing? Should I should I move there? Oh yeah, so the one right there. Oh okay. Uh, hello. Yeah. Oh, it's nice and hot. Um, how, how's the Florida weather? How's the Florida weather? It's goddamn been 100 degrees for two two weeks straight. You can't even walk outside in Florida. I see. Kind of messed up because now I'm in the sun. You're trying to go everywhere. American flags in the backdrop and all types of stuff, man. You making you making too many movements. Come on, man. Come on, man. Trump Prince, baby. You know what it is. Oh damn! Mer- American flag in the <laughs> backdrop. You yeah, you out there, boy. <laughs> Hold on one second. This motherfucker killing me like we ate in the middle of a goddamn podcast. This is what happens when one of your guests is on vacation. You should have told me that beforehand, or you know, been a man about Thursday. Yeah. 
You have no fucking idea. (laughs) Oh no, I have every idea. Life is crazier than I even know what's going on when when the IRS tells you, "Hey, you know your twenty six week late tax return? You got another month to wait." Oh, so that means I'm getting that email soon. Well, it depends. I don't know because they what that happens is I'm calling different ones and they're acting like, oh, they're closed. It's, it's like every single time you call somebody, it's different fucking information. So it's like, oh, yeah, this is closed. And I'm like, motherfucker, that's like two phone calls mm-hmm. a row shit. Like, are y'all do not do y'all not communicate with each other? And that's kind of the, the, the place I'm at now when it comes to them or when it comes to even here like i'm dead serious when i'm like yo i'm making less money than people that are what'd you do there we go i don't i don't know i just looked to my left and it froze frozen but you're back now fine i've been fine i've been listen i've been fine the whole time (laughs) you're in the house look at you fine as wine can you see me Damn. Man, you're doing too goddamn much. I, I told you I was on vacation, Ray. All right, so family. listen. You got questions? Let me know if you got some questions. If you don't got no questions, I'm going to let you go back to your damn vacation. Well, can we do a part two? A part two for what? What you want? We could do a part two. I don't know. Oh, Maybe I can't. you got Listen, more questions. I'm going through my questions, but you're busy running around putting on goddamn uh, fucking Milo and Otis masks and shit. You know what I'm saying? I know you heard of the don't. <laughs> <laughs> what have you heard of the broiled masks? Oh, you about to you about to cook cook. <laughs> I'm about All to right. cook cook. All right. You know what well, I'm saying? In, in any event. I'm gonna you let you go. Thank you, sir, for joining. Right. Maybe we'll do a part two down the line in the future. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. This is uh, this has been the Imperfect Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Like, subscribe, do whatever it is you gotta do. And that's it. All right, bro. Have a good one. Yeah. All right. You too.